Leopard Radio, Wires Alumni Talk Show. This is your host, Dave Kreider. And uh, we're actually wrapping up on the season finale today. Um, sadly, this is the final day of, of classes, and then we get right into finals, which is always a little bittersweet. So uh, if you're a student, <clears throat> particularly maybe a uh, BSM student who's uh, studying away right now and uh, listening to the show, then stay tuned because we're going to be talking all about the values of uh, co-op in the business world, as well as uh, communication, networking, all that good stuff. So uh, today I am joined by our guest, Lone Vu. And Lone is a graduate of Wentworth's business management program in 2005 and also holds her master's in technology management from Wentworth. And she currently works at uh, Kantar Retail as a sales planning and operations manager. I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about with that. Uh, welcome, Lone. How are you doing today? So excited to be here. Yeah, so um, we had met uh, just once prior to this, and uh, it was at the same event that I had met <clears throat> our previous guest on the show, uh, Casey Galante. Do you remember where that was? Um, at the Women at Wentworth yes. event? Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. How, how did you like that celebration? I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I remember, you know, going when I was, you know, a student, and it was much, much smaller. That's um, what I've heard. Yeah, Casey said the same thing. I'm just interested in that. So. Yeah, I think we wouldn't fill more than, like, maybe four or five tables, and, you know, so this year it was, wow. like, a little massive. <clears throat> um, you know, I think they even probably had trouble seating people there, so it was... Pretty cool to see, though. You said it was, uh, th- that was in comparison to last year? No, comparison to, gosh, years ago. So I yeah. graduated, my undergrad was in 2005. So wow. it was a long time ago. And she's been growing ever since. Yeah. Yeah, they asked us to uh, DJ there, and I couldn't believe how well done it, w- it was, mm-hmm. how formal it was. Everything was run perfectly. So looking forward to the next one if they have the yeah, invite definitely. us back. Um, so uh, you, Lone, you're the first... Uh, management student we've had on the show. We've had engineers, uh, architects, industrial designers, interior designers. Um, Now, uh, you were initially part of the business management program, and um, as a business management major myself, um, there's not like a huge amount of students compared to engineers or architects. I think our uh, some of our class sizes around like 20 people. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how many are in the graduating class right now, 40, 50, something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm interested in hearing what kind of made, uh, what attracted you to Wentworth and what made you pursue this uh, sure. degree. Um, so funny enough, um, I actually started here in the architecture program um, and it was kind of a flimsy kind of just wanted to kind of try it. And it was you know mm-hmm. all because of my senior class in high school where I had a teacher that just thought I'd be much better at it and you know I had planned on going to a business school and for whatever reason I was like sure why not let's try architecture yeah what kind of class was it um it was a drafting 101 class so I was the only high school senior in a class full of freshmen wow huh this is so weird this is exactly what happened to me yeah I I had an architecture class in high school I loved it and uh, I came to Wentworth it didn't really work out and I transferred to business management it's just strange how this works out so uh, so go ahead. Um, you came to Wentworth. You decided to pursue architecture. Sure. Uh, so, said it wasn't for you. 
yeah, so I had applied to a bunch of architecture schools and my dad looked at me like I was crazy because, you know, I kind of, um, I was born and raised here in Boston. So he was like, you can't go to school that far. Like, I need to be able to fly there or drive there in an instant. Right. And um, so Wentworth was pretty much the only Boston school I applied to, really hoping I'd find another school more attractive. But um, I came here, loved the small classes, the campus and so on. So, you know, when I decided I didn't want to be in architecture anymore, um, I was kind of looking to see what my next step would be. And I really didn't want to leave the school. I kind of fell in love with the school after being here for about a year. Um, and I actually heard about the management program through a friend who was transferring into the same program. And I was like, you know what, what the heck? Um, I always thought I'd end up in a business field. It's like, worst case scenario, I try it out and, and not like it. Um, so it was actually even funnier. I My first class was with uh, Professor Rourke and it was a lab, and I walked into a room full of machines, and I said, oh, no, I did it again. Like, I'm in the wrong major again. Um, but, you know, it's like, let's just try it out for a semester and see what happens. So yeah. um, Which it was class great. was that? Oh, gosh, it was probably like a process improvement class or something, like learning about assembly lines. You guys really? probably don't even have that like, class uh, anymore. No, it sounds like facilities or something that was a business yeah. management class yeah no they don't have that anymore yeah <laughs> that's interesting so i mean uh when i've had these uh other alumni in here uh casey in particular the other week i uh, was just talking about the course load with architecture and that sure. sort of thing and how that can sometimes turn a lot of people off from certain majors um i'm interested to hear what uh the course load was like for a business management student you know uh what kind of um projects were they uh were you guys working on at the time because uh right now we have a few um, high school students who are interested in a business mm -hmm. management program listening in and uh they, they probably just want to know you know what, what's a day like in the in the body of a business management student yeah um it's a lot of work um i don't think it matters really which major you're in um there's a lot of effort but i think for the management classes um there's a lot of teamwork um, which can be really difficult at times because, um, you know, the major itself is, is quite small. I think my graduating class was probably about 35 students altogether. Yeah. So, you know, you, you spend the next like three or four years with the same exact people over and over. Um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, it's great because you get to learn to kind of figure out how each other works. Um, and then you learn how to deal with it and then you, you know, work together, which is very much like the real world. Um, you know, you don't really get to choose who you work with. Um, so it was a, a nice thing to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the, the small class size mm -hmm. and I just love that because I know pretty much everyone. From yeah. Major. Uh, oh, did they have Capstone when you were a student? We did have Capstone yeah. and uh, <laughs> the internet was not as great as it is today. Um, we actually took a few trips to the library and such. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, our class was, I think, the first class to try group Capstone projects. Um, and so there were some of us that did individual ones That's and some of us got to do group work. And so my friends and I actually chose to do a group work and... Uh, we had a professor, which honestly, I can't even remember her name at this point, but um, she sent us to a library that was closed, it's like closed, closed <laughs> for oh, no. yeah construction. So we got there, you know, a bunch of college students oh. hops on the train, go to like Harvard Square to go to the library oh, and it was gosh. closed. So, oh, no. yeah. Would you say you enjoyed working in a group project like that together? Yeah, I think so. Um, I kind of like the group aspect a lot more because right. then you sort of become dependent on each other. Um, 
But I mean, I kid you not, our presentations were like 20 to 30 minutes long, where I think, you know, I was doing a capstone class with uh, Rick Trilling last summer, and your presentations are about 10, 15 minutes long. So, right. yeah. I wish it was, too, because uh, I, I do have a capstone. Uh, it was a project research class with, uh, do you know Michael Mazil? No. He's, uh, he's currently the... Um, working in, the, in that class and I think he's a communications okay. uh, department professor as well um, and it's it's very tricky because uh, you do kind of want to talk for like 20 30 right. minutes and I think I could like with with the capstone I'm working on right now I feel like a lot of the students can put that out there but w right now with the research class we're kind of like limited mm -hmm. like when we first came up with the initial ideas for a capstone we um, had to explain it in about a minute right. and I no understand the whole concept of like an elevator <laughs> pitch and stuff like yep. that but it's so difficult to kind of squeeze it all in yeah. in a minute sometimes so um, yeah things like that are interesting they're difficult but they're interesting like learning how to perform elevator pitches um, I learned that through uh, my communications class with Professor Yumashi. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if you've had Yumashi I've, before. I've never had him as, as a professor, but mm -hmm. I have worked with him. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Uh, communications is such a great class. Um, did you have any favorite classes during your time at Wentworth or any favorite professors you want to name off? Um, I don't know if I really had any favorite classes, but I definitely mm -hmm. had um, my favorite professors. Um, there is a professor who no, no longer teaches here, um, Jonathan Gravera, um, mm -hmm. who taught, you know, kind of like the intro to management classes um and so he was really great he's actually one of my mentors today um he's more like a second dad to me than anything um he's helped me through a lot in my career just answering questions and things like that um and then my other favorite professor is probably um professor lazarovich I think he's hey, still here. Paul <laughs> yeah. What did he teach? You? Uh he taught communications when I was going oh. here and uh no one would believe it, but I was super quiet and super shy. And so I think his classes helped out a lot, like kind of trying to figure out how to deal with your nerves and things like that. And that knowing nerves is a great yeah. thing because it means that you really care about what it is that you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's, so he's yeah. Great, isn't he? He's our, he's he's so our faculty advisor for Wentworth. And uh, he had actually just won. Um, we came back with a few trophies from uh, something called the Intercollegiate Broadcasting oh, cool. System, which is a big college radio conference. And uh he had won best faculty advisor in the whole country, mm -hmm. so we're all very uh, happy. He's a he's a part of it. Plus, you can't not yeah. love the guy. He's a huge he's Red great, Sox fan, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's great. Um, so uh, I'm interested in hearing. So you graduated in 2005, correct? Mm -hmm. And then you returned to get your master's. What yep. made you pursue a master's, and uh, in what field was that? Uh, yeah. So um, when I returned back to school to get my master's, I'm actually at the current job I am today, um, mm -hmm. and I was just trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do next. Um, and at the time, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, what do I do? Do I stay here? Do I do something else? And you know. I always thought at some point in time I kind of teach, and I love hmm. the teaching aspect. And I, you know, I, my first one of my first job out of college, um, I actually did some uh, training as part of that role, and I trained other people to kind of how to use the software and how to do their job essentially. Okay. Um, and so I always loved that part. And specifically, I wanted to kind of teach higher ed. Um, not that 
you know, high school wouldn't be great or middle school wouldn't be great, but I just kind of felt like my passion was more in higher ed. So with that said, um, I did need a master's degree if I wanted to teach here. Um, So I said, what the heck, let's just do it. It's um, one of the cheaper programs out there. Um, I think there was another program I had looked at that I really loved and it was over at um, BU um, in that I would have had to quit my job and do that full time. And by the time I was done, it would have easily cost me $150,000. Mm-hmm. So I think right, I right. was okay with not inheriting yeah. $150,000. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that was technology management? Yep. Okay. Uh, and they have that Wentworth. What kind of like courses do you have in... Uh, well, it's an online course, right? Yeah, it's so all it's online. A, yeah, yeah. It's all online, which is kind of new for me. Um, mm-hmm. How did that, that work out? So I, you know, I always thought of myself as a very visual learner and I, you know, I like sitting in a classroom and listening to your professors talk and stuff, but um, I actually really ended up loving the online version of the class um, because you do kind of move at your own speed. You can finish mm-hmm. early, you can finish a little later, obviously with some deadlines and so on. Um, but the professors that are in the program are super helpful and they're completely reachable by email if you need to talk them on the phone and so on. Um, yeah, so it was great. The classes were great. Um, it makes you think a little differently. I think um, grad classes are, are different from undergrad in a sense mm-hmm. that it kind of takes everything that you've done you know, professionally in your career and make you think about things a little bit differently. Um, you know, the theories and stuff like that um, based on you know, what you know about yourself and what you've known from your jobs and stuff um, makes you think a little bit different than the person who's sitting next to you, which is not a bad thing because collectively you're learning from each other. So it's a really great program. And I was actually, it was the first year they were doing the technology management program. So there was definitely a lot of glitches. Let's just call them oh, that. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hopefully they fixed them. Yeah, uh, hopefully. And uh, you mentioned that um, some of these classes have kind of uh, turned you into maybe a more well-rounded person mm-hmm. uh, with regards to uh, being in the business management field. Sure. Um, and when I, whenever I talk to people from some other majors, a lot of my friends who are engineers, um, I mean, we get into conversations about management, stuff like that, and accounting. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of just encourage them to either take some business management classes or just pursue a, uh, like a minor in business sure. management because it really does just make you a more well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. Um, would you agree with that? Would you say you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I think if you look at being an architecture student and if all you took were, you know, drafting classes or model classes or whatever, um, that's all you're ever going to know how to do. And if you intended on running your own firm someday, you know, you got to understand that financial aspect. You've got to understand leadership. You've got to understand, you know, operations and all of that. So it's, it's always a good idea to take a couple of business exactly. classes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If anybody out there is listening, it's not in a business management program. Um, if you can squeeze it into your schedule by this time, I uh, highly recommend uh, you pursue some of those classes. They've been a uh, big help for a lot of us out there. And um, one thing we didn't talk about, we did talk about, uh, we did mention uh, your current employer, but mm-hmm. uh, how did the uh, courses at Wentworth um, prepare you for your co-op? Yeah. Um, so, you know, back when I was in school uh, for my undergrad, the program was known as uh, Management of Technology, and um, we didn't have any minors or anything like that. And so our classes, I would say, were kind of scattered everywhere, uh, which is a good thing and a bad thing all at the same time. But 
for me, it was a really great thing um, because it made me, I think, a little bit more flexible about the way I thought about things, the way I wanted to do things. And so I actually did both of my co-ops um, with um, the former mayor, Menino, um, with wow. a program called Technology Goes Home. And, um, you know, it, it was, that was a good, great fit because, you know, you get to do all the business aspects of it, but there is also a huge technology component to it, um, trying to improve, you know, people's technology knowledge in the city um, with low-income families and things like that, so. Oh, interesting. And mm -hmm. did that prepare you well for uh, your current position at Cantor? Could you explain what uh, you do in that sure. position? Sure. Um, Yes, it definitely did, because let me tell you, working for the mayor's office has its perks, and it definitely is chaotic. Oh, um, yeah. And so my job right now, um, I work for a market research company um, that focuses on consumer packaged goods. So like your toothpaste, your shampoo, your, you know, everything that you can buy from Walmart in a box. Um, oh, and so never thought I'd end up in sales somehow, but... Um, so I work in sales planning and operations, and I work with the leadership team and the SVP of sales and stuff um, just to kind of make sure that they understand what's going on with their own business, um, whether the company is actually going to make any money, um, what it is that we're going to lose down the road, and how can we make up for it. And then at the same time, kind of help them plan ahead for next year, for the next three years, and so on. Um, but the really cool thing is that because I do have a bachelor's of science and a master's of science in um, management um, it does make me think a little bit about the technology that we use at the office and that you know the whole purpose of technology is obviously to make us work a little bit more efficient a little faster uh, we gotta work a lot smarter than work harder in a sense and so um, a big part of that is also my role for the operational part is to make sure that we've got a CRM that's up and running that a CRM that works for the team um, it works for the company. What a so CRM? Oh, sure. A yeah. CRM is a uh, client relationship management database. Um, that's where you keep kind of all your contact information, your orders, and so on. Um, it's really kind of the heartbeat of the business, um, so that they know what they're working on and where they can go next. And uh, you mentioned that you were involved in uh, is it Vita. Could yeah. you explain what that was and sure. uh, what that uh, what it entails? So I believe the VITA program still exists today at Wentworth. Um, it's actually short for um, Volunteer Income Tax Assistance. Um, and I actually worked with a uh, professor who's no longer here, and um, uh, Sandra Pascal, um, mm -hmm. who still does work here. And um, I worked with the two of them. And basically, it's an IRS-sponsored program, and we train students how to do taxes. Um, not just to learn how to do your own, but how to do it for the community. And our client base were low-income families um, because you'll get to know when you finally do your taxes on your own, it can get quite oh, expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, even the simplest tax forms can cost you about $150. And so, you know, for a low-income family who pretty much lives paycheck by paycheck, you know, they can't really afford to spend that money. Um, and so people would come to... Wentworth. Um, we'd have a space. Um, I can't now remember the Center for Learning Partnerships. You may mm -hmm. call it something else now, but um, that we would have them over at that space and people will come in with their kids. We would have like Play-Doh and stuff for the kids to kind of keep them entertained oh, while we talk to people. Um, but yeah, you know, in one year we could see easily 350 people and it's 350 yeah. people between um, 10 student volunteers. So like right. a part-time job at some yeah, point because okay. you're there all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
That's, that's wonderful that mm -hmm. you're able to help out with that. Wrapping up here, Lone, uh, we have a lot of students who are currently looking for some co-op positions in the fall, or uh, maybe even in the summer, it's a little bit late. But um, So what advice can you give to some of our uh, BSM majors who you know, may not know exactly what field they want to go into? You know, uh, from your experience, what kind of jobs are there out there to pursue sure. in this field? Um, I'm very big on reading the job description. I think that if you read the job description and you think that you would enjoy doing those things, the title is just a title. It doesn't really make a difference in a right. sense. Um, and so that's sort of how I've always just looked at my co-ops is I would read the job description, go in, do the interview, ask every question you want to ask, like, you know, what am I going to learn from this? You know, what is it that you're expecting of me to do and so on. And, um, and that's sort of how I look after you know co-ops too like all the jobs that i've gone through since graduation i've always just looked at the job description to see um can i do the job this is the first thing and then can i learn something from this job um because for me uh, challenges are huge i love it um i think that it helps me kind of grow as a person and so i constantly want to learn something and i think that's a big part um, you don't ever want to just be content with what it is that you're doing. You want to grow and, and learn from it. Right. And I'm also looking for some advice for some of those people who are listening in right now who are uh, incoming uh, freshmen for the, mm -hmm. for the business management course. So um, do you have any advice for them? Um, thinking back to when you were uh, in high school coming over to Wentworth, what do you wish that somebody could have told you about the program? Um, I wish someone had told me to listen to my professors. <laughs> um, you know, now that I come back to the school and actually do student panels, that's, that's the first thing that I tell them. Um, your professors are freaking geniuses. Uh, they've got, they've gone through a lot of life and, you know, they've got a ton of advices to share. Um, but really just do everything. I came here. It, it's not just about the classes. It's do the extra activities, whatever it is that you love. Try it out. You may think you love it. Do it for a couple of months and then realize you hate it. Move on. Do something else. But um, definitely discover yourself in the four years that you're here. Um, I know that Professor Noreen is still here and he'd love to hear it. Yes. But like he'd always told us that college is kind of your honeymoon period. Like do what you want, you know. Yes. And then once you kind of hit the real world, this is the real world. There's nobody to kind of pick you up anymore. Um, right, but yeah, definitely lean on your professors. They've got so much advice and that's what they're here for. So it's absolutely. really great. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's their job. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> ask questions. I know everybody says ask questions all the time. But even as a senior right now, Looking back to when I was a freshman, for some reason I was just scared to ask my professors questions, but that's their job. Like, right. They're there to help you, and if you're struggling, you're not gonna like kind of single yourself out from everybody. Uh, if you're struggling, that's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. They, they want to help you out. Yeah. And uh, so I hope that uh, the students listening can uh, heed that advice alone. And uh, I was here from students wondering what uh, employment opportunities are like after graduating and you know hearing about it straight from the source from some of our alumni in the show has been has just been really engaging oh great um so you can continue to hear uh, more about uh, some co-op and career advice from uh, a show called whitworks radio uh, which is hosted by uh, becky smith robin beauchamp lauren creamer and chris mcintyre from the center for co-op and uh, careers every Monday at 1 p.m. Um, though they may have a new time during the summer, we'll uh, stay tuned. Uh, head over to the schedule to see if they're still 
on there during the summer. And uh, if you missed part of our current show today with Lone, uh, you can catch us on our Twitter page at Wentworth Radio, or you can find us on iTunes. Hey, we're on iTunes now. We're all fancy here at uh, Leopard Alumni Radio. Just put that in the search bar. You'll find us pretty easy. Um, so, Lone, uh, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Thanks a lot for coming Oh, my gosh, today. anytime. Thanks for having me. Sorry it's so hot in here. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I don't know what the physical plant's doing today, but got to get out. Yeah. Enjoy the weather, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. This uh, song up next is Alyssa Kara with How Far I'll Go. of the water long as I can remember never really knowing why I wish I could be the perfect daughter but I come back to the water no matter how hard I try every turn I take every trail I track every path I make every road leads back to the place I know where I cannot go where I long to be See the line where the sky needs to see It calls me And no one knows How far it goes If the wind in my sail on the sea stays behind me One day I'll know If I go there's just no telling how far I'll go I know Everybody on this island seems so happy on this island. Everything is by design. I know everybody on this island has a role on this island. So maybe I can roll with mine. I can lead with pride. I can make us strong. I'll be satisfied if I play along. But 